You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levon. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. This episode of the Gospel Underground is brought to you by Tag My Music, a two-in-one solution for tagging and registering your music with SoundScan, BDS, and MediaBase to track sales, spins, and billboard chart status. Listen, you guys, I'm getting ready to release another new single, but before I let this music get out to the world, the first thing that I do is make sure that my music is properly tagged and registered. That way, I am able to achieve my goals. I know where I stand as far as sales and spins. And this time, my big goal is to really push this new song to radio. And I cannot do that without having my music properly tagged and registered. Fun fact, most radio stations won't even accept your music nowadays if your music is not properly tagged and registered. So if you're interested in having your music tagged and registered by Tag My Music, go to thegospelunderground.co forward slash music metadata. You can also find this link below in the show notes. Again, go to thegospelunderground.co forward slash music metadata. Achieve your music ministry goals and have your music tagged and registered today. Praise the Lord family and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I'm really excited today because I'm bringing you all another interview. I know how much you love these interviews and I'm excited to bring them to you. Just bringing some of the people that I've met and that I work with um, to the forefront and just sharing them with you so that you can be inspired and encouraged by their stories of gospel music ministry. So today we're going to do an interview with my girl, Alicia Moore. And y'all know before I get into the interview, I love to read their bio just so that you all uh, can get a little familiar with who we're going to be talking to today. So let's get right into it. Alicia Moore grew up in a musical family and began serving in music ministry at the age of four. She recorded with the children of the Alabama Mass Choir at the age of nine, ministered songs in the youth and adult choir at the Cathedral of Praise, sung background for recording artist Carmelita Terry at the age of 20, and recorded with her current praise team, Kingdom Sound KCC. Throughout 2019 and 2020, Alicia made the transition into being a solo artist and released a few singles entitled More Than Enough, The Winner in Me, and Striving. 2021 saw Alicia as the Songwriter of the Year at the Dunamis Awards. Alicia released her first solo project entitled Striving on May 25th, 2022, and is a living testament of its title to strive to be all that God has called her to be. So let's go ahead and get right into this interview. Okay, family, we are back with another interview. I'm so excited about it. Today, I have my sister friend, Alicia Moore. Girl, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I, I always love, first of all, I love meeting 
other artists um, because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Okay. You know, being an independent gospel artist, sometimes it feels like really lonely. Like, what are we doing? Okay. And so I really love meeting other independent gospel artists, but specifically, I love meeting other artists who are like-minded. And I believe, I think we met like during the pandemic, right? Like in the middle of it. And we had a conversation and I can just sense from that conversation that, oh, she's dead serious about her walk with God. I love it. I love it. Because, you know, we meet some people and it's like, you know, I ain't trying to judge nobody walk, but it just seemed a little, no depth. You know, <laughs> but I can tell immediately that uh, you have some depth to you and that you love God for real. You know, it's not a game. It's not a joke. So I'm so excited to have you on. I've already read your bio, but I love for my guests to introduce themselves. So please introduce yourself to the audience. All right. I'm Alicia Moore. Um, I grew up um, a military brat for um, a short period of time. Um, lived in Germany, some other places, Colorado. And we came back, my mother and I, this time when my parents um, were no longer together, we came back to Georgia, where I'm from, um, grew up in the Hinesville area. Um, I later moved to North Carolina, but I grew up, you know, singing in choirs. And um, I'm just a person that learned at a very young age that I really wanted to serve God. So... Awesome. I love that. And so you said you grew up in Hinesville, Georgia. I was raised in Norcross, Georgia, Gwinnett County. Okay. So I'm a New Yorker. I try to hold on to New York, you know, as much as I can. But the gag is I'm probably a lot more Southern than I like to admit. Okay. I spent most of my childhood there. So, you know, Southern a little bit here, but that's so cool. I didn't know that you were an army brat. Wow. I'm always so intrigued by that lifestyle so really quick let's just dabble into that how did that like shape you as a woman and as a musician like moving around and being in those different type of environments like how did that shape you um well you really learn to adapt because you may be moving um or your parent may be leaving going out of overseas different things like that so you learn to adapt and fit in um right now like i don't live in my hometown i'm in greensboro north carolina where um, my husband grew up. So um, you just learn to adapt and fit in basically wherever you are. Um, I basically can get along with anyone. I'm not that troublemaker. Um, I'm just here and I can get along with everyone. So you really learn to adapt. That is really awesome. You definitely have a likable personality, like immediately. <laughs> so yeah, that, that rings true for sure. So let's go ahead and get into your story. Tell us, so you are an independent gospel artist. Um, tell us how you got into doing gospel music and being an artist. Well, I come from a musical family. Um, my grandmother's great-grandmother played the guitar. Um, so grew up in church and I basically... I was really shy as a um, young child, but um, I love to sing. I would be in all the choirs, um, youth choir, all the choirs, adult choirs. But it was in my late teens that I really began to step out and sing by myself solo. And um, I've continued on that journey. Um, leading praise and worship is something that I started out doing um, in my late teens. And then I always was writing poems and songs um, early as a young girl. So um, music is something that it almost came naturally. And then when 
I feel like it was a way of escape when my parents were no longer together. Um, that sadness that I would feel, I would put it into music. So I was able to write and do things. Um, and I pretty much have just been singing uh, as long as I can remember from a little girl. Wow, we are so similar. We are so similar. <laughs> and I love it. You know, talking to independent gospel artists, uh, we have a variety of of paths that we take. But I feel like most of us has the have the same type of background. You know, we start in church, we start in a choir. Many of us have started writing poetry before we started writing songs. So I love that. I think that's so cool. So tell me more about your process. Like, how did you get go from maybe a praise and worship leader. And I'm sure you probably still do some of these things now as I do, praise, but to a recording artist, because to make that switch, it's something that has to happen in your brain. I feel uh, for you to make that switch to say, you know, I'm going to step forward and really take a real leadership role. Like, so you're a praise and worship leader in church, but there's a, there's a little bit of a difference that happens when you say, okay, I'm going to be an artist. So tell us about that process. How did you go from, Praise the worship leader, singer in church, singing in the choirs to, okay, I'm going to be an artist. It was always something that I really wanted to do. Like even as a child, I would, whether it was a broom handle or a brush, I'm always singing. And I said, I'm going to be a singer. Um, I remember career day in kindergarten. I went as a singer. Um, so even though I was shy and everything, I always knew that I wanted to do it, but I even wrote striving so many years ago and I said, gosh, I could have started so much, you know, a long time ago, but my timing is not God's timing. And so I began to feel an urgency. Um, I would write the vision. I wrote the vision a long time ago and I kept saying, you know, I really feel like it's time to go out. And I felt like a real urgency. And I sang with, um, my current praise team at the Kingdom Covenant Church, and we had launched our um, CD as well, probably two years before I began to put out my own music. So I was, and I've been on recording projects with other people. Um, so it's something that I really wanted to do, but it was just like, it was an urgency that I couldn't let go of. And I knew God wanted me to go forth, So I had to do it. Yes, child. I know about that urgency, honey. I know about that. It's like a, my father would call it like a burden that he puts on yeah. you almost. That's like, no, I have to do this. So, right. oh, I know about that for sure. And girl, you mentioned my song, Striving. <laughs> First of all, let me, let me say, God really ordained you to write that song because there have been times, first of all, when I first heard it, I loved it, but there have been times when I was like going through something. Um, and like I said, we met during the pandemic. So that's about uh, 2020. So like two years now, right? I've known of you. I've known of your music. And then, you know, we've gone through challenges or whatever have you during that time. And there were times where I'm just like, Lord, even with like doing the gospel underground thinking, what in the world am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Like, it's not moving where I wanted to move. And I would hear you in my ears, striving, striving. I would hear it. And I'd be like, oh, yes, God. <laughs> So that song is definitely anointed and I love it. I love the message. Um, what was the inspiration? How did you write that song? How did that song come about? Um, to be honest with you, I feel like I was going through something when I wrote that song. Um, it was many years ago. 
And I just feel like we're all striving daily. And um, I have such a love, like I'm a servant at heart. There's so many things, even though, you know, I'm on the praise team, but there's so many things behind the scenes that I do. And so I really have a love for like God's people. Like I care. Sometimes I care too much where it just kind of gets me in trouble and I take on too much. But um, I just wrote it in a place where I was thinking about other people, thinking about people messing up, friends and family and I just was like, you know, God, we're striving daily. You know, we want to we want to get this thing right. So it just came from that place of going through and looking at family members and things. Yes, that song is so timeless. It is such a timeless message and I love it. So no matter how old it is, you ain't even got to tell us how old it is, girl. That song (laughs) will live forever because it's so true. We are all striving daily to make heaven our home, to make God proud and make sure that we are in his will. And that's why I love love, love that song. Uh, You are definitely an anointed songwriter. And I know that you won an award, right? For songwriter. Tell us about that. How did that come about? Um, Well, I was nominated um, for that award and it was a voting process that had to take place. And I mean, when I tell you God has really been, um, you know, people have just been like emailing me or people from the UK, people from Canada, people from everywhere. And I'm like, okay, God, you can't get the local support from the people, but it's people like showing up from everywhere. Like, listen, you don't know how this is blessing me. And that's what keeps me going. It really does. So it's been a blessing to just know that it is helping someone. Right, right. And what was the name of that award show again, or the the award that you won? Um, It was the Dunamis Gospel Awards. Yes, definitely well-deserved. That song is so amazing. And I also feel like that it really speaks to us as independent gospel artists, because like you said, sometimes it is difficult to get that support from people right in front of you. (laughs) It's like, uh, y'all see me on his driving. What's going on? So tell us a bit about your journey. Like, how is it going for you? Um, So I'm going to ask a couple of questions. Okay. What are your goals as an independent gospel artist and how is it going in achieving those goals? My goals are... um, First of all, I want to keep serving God. So I definitely want to hear what he wants me to put out. Um, You know, I try not to get myself in trouble and I don't want to feel like I'm judging, but we're in a place where it's just like I'm looking at the other artists and I'm looking and I'm just like, God, is it me? Um, I definitely don't want to. Listen, I can't be for show. This is this is my life. I am serving him for real. I want to make heaven my home. I'm, this is not a plaything. I have children. I want to teach them. Listen, we can't, we can't straddle the fence. I definitely want to. Um, I believe that I'm pure in everything that I do, that I'm trying to be pure in everything that I do. So my goals are really, I want, you know, we focus on sometimes just saying, oh, what do I want? You know, people are saying you can have what you want. But at this point, I just said, Lord, I just want what you want for me. Because sometimes I might not be able to see clearly. So I have been, my prayer has been, God, I just want what you have for me. Um, Definitely 
Um, I would love to continue to write songs. That's the goals of mine. I can write for others. That would be a goal of mine. Um, I can't tell you if I'll travel all over the world. I mean, we are supposed to speak those things in existence. But for right now, I just want what God has for me. I want to go in his timing, not my timing. That is so beautiful. See, see, I told y'all, you know, this. Oh, I love to connect with genuine people. And I totally understand what you mean. There, the, the Stellars just aired and there was a lot to be said uh, about it. So I totally understand what you mean. You don't, you don't, we're not out here to judge people. We're not out right. here to do any of that, but we have eyes. Yeah. And we see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have ears and we hear what's going on. And if we can be honest, not all of it looks like, sounds like God. Right. So uh, I love that your heart is to please the most high God and to really figure out what it is that he wants you to do, where he yeah. wants you to go. What does he want you to say to his people through song? I love, love, love it. I love it. And I love to stay connected with musicians like that. It keeps me humble. It keeps me in remembrance of what God has called me to do and who he called me to be. So I would love to know if you could like pinpoint through your music, what is your resounding message through your music that you want to speak to the world? For this project that I started off with, um, I had a goal in mind to just not only reach the saved, I was trying to reach the unsaved um, as well. And it has really been doing what um, God has set out to do because I feel like um, people are coming to me. I don't listen to gospel music, but I listen to that. I really could identify with that because um, when you song Never Give Up, um, I've been listening to that every day. I'm going through on my job or I'm going through with this. Um, so definitely I feel like um, everything that, well, that I set out to do with this project um is going well. I wanted to reach the save and the unsaved. I am writing songs, however, that are worship music now. So God has me doing something kind of a little bit different. Um, it may not have, you know, the groove bump, you know, things like that, but it's going to go more of, I want it to have that feel as a Sunday morning, how people really come and they hear me and, um, you really can feel the worship. So I just want to leave a sound. I just want it to be a sound of Jesus. I just want you to feel Jesus in everything. That's, that's all I want to do. I just want him to be, I want them to look at me and know that there's a difference in my life. Say something like there's something about her. I want people to see that. Yes, I love it. And I love that you said that you God has you working on music that sounds like Sunday morning. Right. I love that. And the reason why I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, um, because I remember years ago when I wrote Do What Jesus Says, uh, I was like, you know, I'm apostolic Pentecostal and we have a sound. Right. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Lord, this don't really sound like he says, don't judge what I gave you. So I've always, so I've always written very differently. Like it does right. not sound like the tradition that we come in, come from. Um, so I've always wanted to write songs like that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm praying that he still allows me to do that. But I think it's so important. It's great to have the contemporary stuff. It's great to have, you know, I know, I know a, a big fad right now is like trap gospel. I mean, 
I mean, whatever floats your boat. Um, <laughs> I know it's great to have all these different sounds, but I think it's important to never forget the sounds of Sunday morning. Never yes, forget the sounds yes. of when you come to church. And Ricky Dillard said something on the Stellars this year. They gave him, um, I forgot which, it was a big prestigious award, but I forgot what it was. But basically in his speech, he was saying, you know, we love the new stuff. But don't kick the choir off the choir loft. And he's right. been striving to maintain choir music. Because the truth of the matter is, when you go to church, you don't hear the stuff that you hear on the radio most of the time. Right. You don't hear that stuff. You hear the praise and worship. You hear the choir music. Yes. So I lo- how is that going for you? Is it like, how, has it been difficult? Because I'm like, Lord, I want to write some of that too. And I'm like scared. <laughs> like, help me out, Lord. How's it been? I really don't feel, I feel like it just, it has been just flowing. It's just been Good. flowing and flowing and flowing. Because, you know, it may start off, I'm praying. And then he just drops it in. I may be anywhere. He just starts dropping it in my hair. Yes. And that, I'll just start writing from there. So um yes i love the it pandemic has been a little bit different so you're able mm-hmm. to maybe have i might have had a little bit more time to write and focus on um different relationship and getting in right relationship with him right 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 so before we jump into talking about your project striving because we got to uh-huh. talk about that i want to know a little bit more about your writing process so what is it like for you when you're writing a song um I get this question a lot too. Uh, and I think people think that writing a song is harder than what it is. So I, I would love for you to share your writing process. To be honest with you, you know, I don't know how others are able to write and everything, but with me, um, it really happens, uh, kind of, it's kind of a simple process, but, um, I'm blessed to be able to not only write, but God gives me the melody of the song. He also gives me how it's supposed to go. So basically when I need to go and record, I know exactly how I want it, how it needs to sound and um, the words to it as well. So when he starts dropping it into my spirit, I just start singing it. And then from there, as I continue to sing it, I'll go and write it down then. Nice. I'm the exact same way. And it's so funny because whenever I tell people that, they're like, what? They, like, <laughs> for whatever reason, that's not how a lot of people write. So, right. I mean, I guess we just blessed like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But I love that. It's just, it just flows. Right. And I, you know what I honestly think? I think that staying in a place of prayer makes it easier. Right. It makes it flow like that. It makes it come like that. Do you primarily write to tracks or do you write just off the top of your head? Like, what about that? Just off the top of my head, it'll just come. I'll just, you know, I might be in the shower. I might be driving. I might be walking the track or something and it just pops in my head. Yes, I love it. I love it. So let's go ahead and get into this EP that you recently dropped called Driving. So tell us all about the EP. Tell us about the features, the sound, everything. Okay, well, Striving. Um, so a little bit before the pandemic, so 2019, I wanted to just get some singles out to kind of get my name out there a little bit. And um 2020, I dropped Never Give Up. I have an amazing producer, um, Sonny King. Um, He is excellent. Um, He has an excellent ear. He pushes me. Um, When I am writing, if it's something else, he's like, he'll tell me like, 
okay, this is this, but um, what did God do for you on this? So he he challenges me. So I love a producer that will challenge you and you can go back and, you know, write a little bit more. Um, so he is excellent. Um, Never Give Up. I sung with my first cousin. Her name is Angie Allen. Um, so my first cousin on my dad's side, um, I was able to link up with her, something that I would, that I wanted to do for a long time, just something to bring family together. But, um, I had been saying, okay, I want to finish this project, but I wanted it to be a little bit different. So not only does it have, um, just my songs, I went back and I did some remixes and the remixes, I have Sonny King that is on there, um, doing a rap verse on Never Give Up Remix, Angie Allen, which is my cousin. And then we have K.O. Bracey that is a wonderful, um, he's a rap, gospel rap artist, and he solely lives for God. It's not, he's just half playing. I mean, he is doing awesome things. He's amazing. Um, but I wanted to put some scriptures um, in between my tracks because these are some of the scriptures that I was thinking of or the Lord led me to when I was writing the songs. So I just kind of put those in between them and then I ended it with a prayer. Um, that project, Striving, the full project released May um, 25th of this year. So um, it's been going well. Um, I'm just thankful to basically have gotten it out. I'm just thankful for that. Yes, yes. That the project is amazing. And fun fact, I had the honor and privilege of doing the artwork for the project. Yes. yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for trusting me with that. You know, I'll be sweating doing people stuff. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I just want them to like it. But um the project is amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I really, really love the, the interlude. Like you said, the scripture, yeah. the word of God that you put in the entire project. Oh, I love it. And um, let me mention before we get through, um, the person that is doing my interludes reading the scriptures is my aunt Connie. My aunt okay. Connie Coles, who has a radio background that I would go to Hartford, Connecticut every summer. And I would um get in the um studio booth and because she did radio. So I would record myself singing other songs and do voiceovers. So um I was so happy that I was able, I asked her, can you do this for me? And she said, sure. So I'm blessed to have my aunt reading those scriptures for me on the project. I'm so glad you shared that because I was definitely going to ask who was the <laughs> voice. As you can tell she's done something with her voice because yeah. it's just so, you, have you ever listened on like the Bible apps and they're like reading to you right. or those, like calm meditation apps? She has that type of like voice that's very calming. I just downloaded an app called Dwell and it's kind of like that. They have different voices that will read scripture to you. And I just love that you included that within your project. I think another reason why I really love meeting independent gospel artists because because we are independent we do a bunch of creative things you know right. if you were signed to a label they might have been like mm, you can't do that like <laughs> you know so we have the space time and opportunity to just add our little extra sauce on it you know do the things that matter to us the things that are on our heart the most yeah. and to put the word of God um, within the the entire project, I just thought was just so, so, so beautiful. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it for sure. 
Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we let you go, we want to know how can people follow you? Um, I am on social media on Facebook. Um, Alicia Rayleigh Moore is my personal page, but I do have a musician band page under Alicia, Alicia Moore. Um, Instagram, Alicia.Moore28. Um, I am on YouTube. You can type in Alicia Moore. There's more than one Alicia Moore, but I promise you, if you type in Alicia Moore striving, you will find me. Um, I am on Twitter. Not as much. I need to get better with some of those other things, but you can definitely find me on YouTube. Absolutely. So really quick, because I was about to forget this. Y'all, y'all pray for me. <laughs> but I do want to do a rapid fire round. This yeah. is just for fun. And I also like to hear the answers because everybody has a different answer. All right. So you ready? I'm ready. Ready to get into it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So question number one, if you could collaborate with one artist, they're dead or alive, who would it be and why? Okay. Now I need two. Okay, I'm going to give you my secular person. Okay. Um, well, the gospel artist. Um, if I had to pick anyone, I think CeCe Winans. I love CeCe. And my right. voice when I'm in on a Sunday morning, yes, I can, I can go there and take the voice up and everything, but I am chill. You're going to hear that soothing kind of feel for me as well. So CeCe yeah. Winans. Uh-huh. But um, um, we need to collab. Janice Levon is who I need to collab with. I'm coming to New York. <laughs> Let's do it. You were like the second or may second or third person that had said that. And I was like, listen, I am here. I'm here for every piece of the collaborations. Okay, let's do it. I'm so excited. I can definitely hear Cece though too because you just have that very chill demeanor like her. So that would be really, really nice. I love that. Oh, trying to make me cry, child. All right. Question number two. What is a resource that has helped you in your music ministry journey? Once again, your ministry has helped me tremendously because I would be thinking some of the things and I would say, you know, I want to do some remixes on these songs, but it's been a while since I've released the songs. What did I do? Go on your podcast. You know, you can do some interesting things. You can remix. I said, see God, I knew I was supposed to be listening to this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. To God be all the glory. I was like, once again, you're not the first person that said that. And I'm like, and you know, yeah. I just have to shoot it right back to you because when you you weren't in my house, but in, there were times when I was just like, I'm not going to do this podcast no more. I'm not going to do this because it just seems like it wasn't doing what I thought it, sh- it should do. And I would hear striving in my heart and in my mind, in my ears. And I would just be like, you know what, Lord, put it on repeat and just work, just get to work. Wow. So you have been a blessing to me as well. And I'm so, so grateful for you. Oh, I'm just, see, I'm all emotional now. <laughs> okay. I'm bringing it back together. All right. So what the last question is, what's the best music business advice that you have received? Um, Once again, it comes from you. And 
I would say when you told us to just, you know, take your time. We're not in competition. There's not a race that we have to do. So, you know, if it's not coming to you, you're writing and you think, oh, I got to get this project. You have time. You have time. So that was the best thing that you could have told me because, listen, I got time. It doesn't matter. I don't have to move on man's schedule. I can move on God's schedule. And, you know, if it's a little chaotic, you know, life comes at us, you know, just take my time. Take my time. So that was the best thing that I got. Um, from you and your podcast. Lord have mercy. I'm just, I'm all done today. I'm all done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. To God be all the glory for the great things that he has done. I'm so grateful for this connection. I'm so glad to have had you on. I'm so excited for you and your music ministry. And I just pray God's continued blessings over you because certainly we need more artists with a heart that is truly after God. This Man ministry, business, industry, it is so easy. Uh, and it's such a slippery slope. It's so easy to get into self and to forget God. It's so easy to become self-absorbed and uh, so focused on your own ambitions. But we have these gifts. We have these talents to bring and give glory back to God. We are striving each and every day. So again, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. We love you. I'm praying for you and your music ministry as always. And you guys make sure that you follow and support her music ministry. Follow her on all the socials. I'm going to link all of your information in the description of the show notes, as well as on YouTube and also post you up on our social media platform. So love you, sis. I pray God continue to bless you and keep you. And thank you so much for being on the Gospel Underground. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Gospel Underground podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media at the Gospel Underground and check the show notes for any and all resources mentioned in this episode. Lastly, if the Gospel Underground has been a blessing to you, I encourage you to share it with another artist so that it could be a blessing to them as well. As always, I love you guys. Stay focused on Jesus and keep one another in prayer. And I'll speak to you next week.